Sometimes we're, we think that we're talking to somebody else, but we're talking to ourselves. Ear Snacks. Ear Snacks. Android Polly. I'm Andrew. And I'm Polly. And that was a brand new song about a tiny dinosaur. No, Andrew, it wasn't just about a tiny dinosaur. It wasn't? No, it's about a tiny dinosaur that has a big, fierce shadow. Oh, like that little toy one you found on the kitchen counter the other day. That's the very one. Tell them about it. Well, we have this tiny stegosaurus toy. It's probably as big as, what's it as big as? One of those little cheeses. It's as big as your eyeball. It fits in your hand. It was the end of the day, and the sun was coming in the window, and so it made its shadow look very large. How large? Much larger than it, (laughs) self. Yeah, it was a little stegosaurus, and on the wall it looked like a big stegosaurus shadow. So we wrote a song about it. You might think that a big thing makes a big shadow, but... Sometimes small things can make big shadows. Yeah, it really just depends on the light. Yeah, it depends where the light is. And and shadows can change as the light changes. It changes by the light. Right. Like my shadow in the morning is long, and about the middle of the day, my shadow is very small. Oh, so if you're outside, 
you kind of know what time of day it is based on how big your shadow is. I guess that's true. I mean, like I said, I know my shadow is long in the morning and it's short in the middle of the day. So you could say I can even tell time with my shadow. You could say you are a sundial. What is that? Should we ask Matt Kaplan from the Planetary Society about that? Oh, for sure. Hold on. Let me pull out my shadow phone. Bring, 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 bring. Hello, Andrew and Polly. Thank you for the invitation to uh, come on Ear Snacks. Ear Snacks! Well, our very first question for you, because we're curious, is how exactly does a sundial work? Well, a sundial is one of the simplest devices you can imagine. You can put a stick in the ground, and basically, you've got a sundial. Because as the sun moves across the sky, it's going to move the shadow of that stick. It's called a gnomon. Gnomon. Starts with a G. And uh, you can follow that shadow, and it will tell you what time it was, depending on where the shadow was. Probably the very earliest way humans had to be able to tell the time. And can you do this anywhere on Earth? You could do this on the North Pole. You could do this in your backyard. You can do this anywhere in our solar system. We do know of one other planet that has not just one, but three sundials so far. Which Which planet is that? That's Mars, the red planet. The Mars rover is still crawling across Mars and still sending great science and great pictures back to Earth. And now and then, we get a picture of something called the Mars dial. The Mars dial. You can see them on the website of the Planetary Society at planetary.org. Or, like I said, you can just Google Mars Dial and you'll see these pictures. You might even see some where you can see the shadow moving as the sun goes through the Martian sky. Do planets have shadows? They sure do. In fact, planets and everything else in the sky makes shadows is when there's an eclipse. An eclipse? What's an eclipse? It's when... Something gets between where you are and the sun. So at certain times, the earth and the moon and the sun are lined up just right so that the moon goes across the surface of the sun. Well, the sun is many, many, many times bigger than the moon. In fact, it's, it's about five million times as big. That is substantially bigger. It sure is. The sun is so much farther away that when the moon blocks the sun, they're just about the same size. And so you can't see the sun at all. All of a sudden, it could be noontime on Earth, a bright, sunny day. There's no sun. That's got to be so weird. Very, very cool and weird. It's kind of like I could look at a light bulb and hold up my thumb to cover up the light bulb right in front of my face, even though my, my thumb is much smaller than the light bulb. Absolutely. You would be doing a total light bulb eclipse with your thumb taking the place of the moon. And did you know that in 2017, in August of next year, there's going to be a total solar eclipse? August 2017, that's when we get to go see Hamilton. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I have to put that on my calendar for next year. Oh, yeah, you should. Everybody should. So I know that astronomers, you know, they don't just look at our own solar system. They look at far, far away objects and other stars and other solar systems. Do the shadows from those solar systems and those objects out in space... Um, help us figure out what's out there? They sure do. That's a great question, Andrew. In fact, scientists have learned that there are all these other planets out there going around other stars. And if we want to learn more about those planets, 
Well, the problem is the planets aren't very bright, so they're really hard to see next to those stars. So if we can learn how to make an artificial eclipse, an artificial shadow, we could block out the light of that star and be able to see what's happening with that planet much, much better. That's why scientists love eclipses. They've been able to learn all kinds of things from eclipses. We could probably come up with a game, an eclipse game, where we eclipse each other. <laughs> we would need some light sources. We have those when we go to the park. That's true. And we could run around and eclipse each other. <laughs> Sounds like fun. I want to play. <laughs> okay, come over. <laughs> yeah. Well, I loved hearing you talk a little bit about the Planetary Society, and you're the host of Planetary Radio. Planetary Radio. I would love to hear about that. It's, it's all about space exploration, and it's just one of the ways the Planetary Society um, helps people learn more about space and get more excited about it. We love to talk to people who are scientists. We love to talk to the people who, for example, are running those rovers on Mars, the rover drivers and the people in charge of those missions. Sometimes it seems foreign to us exploring space. What does that have to do with us down here? But really the excitement and all the science that goes into every single part of looking at space and exploring it and thinking about it can be applied to all the different kind of science stuff that we do down here on Earth. That is absolutely right. Bill Nye is my boss at the Planetary Society. And as Bill Nye likes to say, we explore space for one reason, so that we can learn about ourselves. Some of the things that are letting us talk right now uh, came in large part out of exploring and developing space. And in small part, from looking at space shadows. That's absolutely right. I think that your radio show and your podcast sounds so cool to me, especially because I am probably not going to go up into space myself. It's not likely. But I can find out all about it by listening to Planetary Radio. You sure can. Well, thank you so much for being on Ear Snacks, Matt. We really appreciate it. It's really been fun to talk to both of you, and uh, I will just leave you with this. It's from Latin, and it's ad astra, which means to the stars. So keep exploring space and keep exploring everything else. We'll do it. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. You are listening to Ear Snacks. You are listening to Ear Snacks. I'm Andrew. I'm Andrew. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Wait, what are you doing? Wait, what are you doing? Are you repeating me? Are you repeating me? me? Are you saying the things that I'm saying? You're Polly. You're Polly. No, you're no, Polly. No, you're Polly. No, you are no, Polly. No, you are Polly. Wait a second. Wait a second. Floor bop. Floor bop. Zroop. Zroop. Hello. 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 What voice can you not do? What voice can you not do? I'm the governator. I'm the governator. It's <laughs> pretty good. Time out. Time out. Time out. Hold on. I'm Andrew. And I'm Polly, pretending to be your shadow. Oh. Yeah, because this episode because of Ear Snacks. This episode of Ear is Snacks all about is all about shadows. Hi, Andrew and Polly. My name is Madison. I am Luke. Elise. Gavin. Elliot. Zora. Hi, my name is Henry. What's a shadow? It's something that moves when we walk. A shadow. A shadow is. It's the sun reflecting 
reflection from a light onto the ground. That makes a print of the object show on the ground. What kinds of things have shadows? Well, I have to think about that. your shadow look like? It looks kind of great and it looks kind of outlined. It looks like me without my eyes and without color. It's, it's your, your body shape. You look like your body. How does your shadow change during the day? Bigger. Bigger? Usually taller. Shorter. Longer. Smaller. But sometimes it's big. It changes by the light. The light makes it bigger. Is there ever a time when you can't see your shadow? In the middle of the day, you have no shadow. Sometimes when I'm in bed, at dark, when it's really dark out, I can nap, I can't see it. In the shade, if it's cloudy outside, when I am not looking down. If you're undercover, you're in another object's shadow. Sometimes when I go to dance, my shadow so where do you think your shadow is when you can't see it? I don't know. Somewhere else, probably. Lost! It's behind me. I think it's just hiding. At the bottom of my feet. What would you do if you were a shadow? Fly. Just play around. Follow, Follow people. Copy whatever the person does and says. Are shadows ever scary? Sometimes. It can be scary. Because if dinosaurs have shadows, that's scary. When you are in your room and there is your lamp and you see your shadow on the wall, or whatever, I would like to talk to my shadow. Sometimes I will say to my shadow, you're my best friend. Can you hug a shadow? No. No. Can you touch it? Sort of. Yeah, but you won't be able to feel it. Actually, you will because it'll be on the ground so you can feel the ground. Feels like the ground. So when you touch it, you actually touch the thing that it's standing on. Sometimes we're, we think that we're talking to somebody else. We're talking to ourselves. Our friends know so many things about shadows. They really do. You know the coolest thing about shadows, I think, Andrew? What is the coolest thing about shadows, you think, Andrew? What a shadow is depends on the conditions. Right. Who is casting it and... What the light is like like. at that time of day. Right. And what the shadow is being cast onto. Oh, I know someone who thinks about that stuff a lot. His name is Johannes. Johannes. Johannes Giordani. And he's an artist who works with... Paintbrushes. No. No. Um, clay. No. No, no. Um, little, little markers and crayons. Johannes works with light. 
Hi, Johannes. Hi there. I am a sculptor and I, an artist, and that's who I am and that's what I do. I actually grew up in Austria, in, specifically in Vienna. I'm spending a lot of time in the mountains. I think snow was probably my first sculpting medium. Building a snowman to, you know, building ski jumps to building snow caves. So, you know, I guess I started sculpting very early on. What kind of sculpture do you do now? What I often try to do is actually uh, create spaces that do not generate any shadow. So you can walk inside and it's kind of like being inside a big, <laughs> big melon, let's say. And you're actually not casting any shadows in that space. Light can bounce around all over that curved space. There's no defined shadow that actually gives our eyes the sense of where that space physically ends. You kind of feel like you're just floating in this field of color. The sounds you're hearing are from an app Johannes created called Chromasonic. It's free on the App Store. And what it does is basically... It's taking light and converting that into sound. You can think of, of uh, sound as material because it's a physical, mechanical sound wave. Red, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and violet. So I mapped the rainbow colors onto the audible spectrum. When we look at red light, they're actually long, lower frequency, low frequency and slow waves. And as you move through the spectrum, kind of the rainbow colors, if you will, all the way to violet, which are high frequencies, would generate higher sounds. White light contains, you know, all frequencies, so it creates a crazy thunder. The frequencies from all over the spectrum, so it's a very abstract and kind of crazy sounding uh, sound. That is a crazy sounding sound. Um, can you remind me, what do these light sound sculpture things have to do with shadows? Um, well, natural light and artificial light come together in these sculptures. So when you're walking through it, everything seems to slowly shift. It changes by the light. So during the daytime, one of these pieces kind of contains all the color. And then as natural light falls away, it starts to illuminate an, an entire space. So this very slow gradation of how a piece changes over, over time. Kind of like a shadow. Yeah, things appear to be shifting, but it's just your perception. And your experience of it will be different than the person 10 feet ahead of you. Absolutely. Or 10 minutes yes. ahead of you. Right, yes. You know, art is, is, a, is a great way to explore and to ask questions with, and it's, it's a way of understanding and seeing the world. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, Johannes. Thank you. Thank you. And that's our show. Thanks so much to light sculptor Johannes Girardoni, who created the Chromasonic app, and planetary radio host Matt Kaplan, whose stuff you can find at planetary.org. Thank you for listening to Ear Snacks and talking with us about shadows. Shadows. Whoosh. Splish. <laughs> Are you a fishing shadow? That's me reeling it in. Is it you or your shadow? I'm reeling in the shadow. Oh, you're I'm, reeling in the shadow. Yeah, I'm casting the shadow. <laughs>
I got it. You with me? I'm here now. Yeah. Oh wait, no, I got a better. Uh, okay, number three. Can you say the line? Yes. Hello, I'm a shadow. Okay, num number four. Can hi. <laughs> I am a shadow. Are you casting a shadow yeah. again? Oh, yeah. No, now I'm casting a shadow. <laughs> like in a movie? Yeah. Shadows, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, well, now we really have to thank you for listening to Ear Snacks. That's right. Thanks to our friends Elise, Zora, Gavin, Henry, Luke, Madison, and Elliot. And their parents. If you want to be on Ear Snacks, all you have to do is ask. Ear Snacks at andrewandpolly.com. Andrewandpolly.com. And visit us on the web too, so you can find out some more stuff about Ear Snacks and when we might be coming to your town. Yeah, we're going to be traveling a bunch this summer, including two live Ear Snacks shows in July. Ah! Ah! Gotta ah! Get ready. Anybody coming? Uh, my shadow will be coming. Nine might. Mine might stay at home. <laughs> Mine might go fishing. Subscribe to Ear Snacks so you can hear all the stuff we make just as soon as we make it. And share this with a friend. Until next time. Until next time. Wait, are you copying me again? Wait, are you copying me again? <sighs> goodbye, Andrew. Goodbye, Andrew. Goodbye, Andrew's shadow. Goodbye, Andrew's shadow. And goodbye, Polly. Goodbye, Polly. Whoa, whoa, you got me. Next time on Ear Snacks. Where are you going? I'm going to fiddle camp.